there are some conceptions of archives that I would say archivists are really working against, but the film industry and other mainstream culture is reinforcing these negative stereotypes of like, archives are dusty. Archives are forgotten in hidden places. If you see an archive in a film, there's probably a woman with like a pencil skirt and a bun who just sits there all day and doesn't talk to anybody and clings to everything in the archive. And I have nothing against pencil skirts or buns, but all of these ideas of archives is like hidden away and um, forgotten are really, really unhelpful. Archives are not just a place where information goes to be stagnant and to be stored, uh, but where it goes to be like transformed into new things and where it goes to spark new discussions about old ideas um, and new ideas simultaneously. I mean, I think this podcast is one example of um, archives being generative. My name is Jen Hoyer, and I have volunteered at Interference Archive since 2013. I came to the archive because it felt like the kind of space where I could have conversations and do work that I really wanted to be doing as an information professional and that I didn't necessarily feel like I always got to do in other spaces where I do this work. So it feels um, like a bit of a betrayal to pick a favorite thing, and it's also very difficult to pick a favorite thing. But there was something that I wanted to talk about because it is a really great example of material being used in one of my favorite ways. Material that was donated by the Sister Serpents. The Sister Serpents were a radical feminist art collective that began in Chicago in 1989. They spread to have chapters around the U.S. and and I think even in other parts of the world, and they were active through to the late 90s. In, I believe, 2018, the Sister Serpents came and did an event at Interference Archive, and they also donated a lot of material. And they wanted all of that to end up in one place. So they gave us copies of a lot of the posters and flyers and stickers that they made. They also gave us a folder of the press coverage. And they gave us photographs of a lot of their art shows. We don't usually collect photographs, but this was a situation where it made sense to make an exception. It was really interesting to look through that material because I am familiar with other radical feminist art collectives, and it occurred to me that people don't talk as much about the sister serpents as about some others. And just in Googling around, I realized that there was very, very little online representation of sister serpents. So I realized that what they had given us in giving us all this material they hadn't just given us like material that could live in the archive, but they had given source material for creating online representation. Because one thing that we often have done at the archive is we've used material from the archive to edit Wikipedia. 
and increase online representation of stuff that is in our archive but might not be well represented online. We often find that we have source material that might not be available in other other spaces, their libraries and archives. And the thing when you're editing Wikipedia is you need to have source material because you have to cite everything that you write on there. So I was really interested in that idea. And I was, I think I was like going on a trip. So I just have this memory of like using my cell phone to take pictures of all of the news clippings that they had donated. And then I just like had these cell phone pictures on my computer and used that to figure out the original sources of all of these press clippings and use all of that information to write the Wikipedia article that now exists for Sister Serpents. Then it was really exciting that like if you if you Googled Sister Serpents, there was more there. And if you look at the Wikipedia article uh, at the very bottom, there's a list of references that can take you to more places to find out about sister serpents. The reason this type of use of material is really important to me because we talk often about how we think archives need to not be static, but they should be generative. And I think that this is just a, a really striking example and a really like well-encapsulated example of how material ending up in an archive can then be generative. I did also think carefully about whether it was worth talking about this on a podcast because what happens when we talk about something publicly, specifically things online about women, is that they will then often come under attack. And I know, like as someone who's done a lot of Wikipedia editing, I usually just hope that it will fly under the radar and no one will see it because the types of things I'm editing are usually things about women and things about other minority groups that will then get targeted on platforms like Wikipedia by folks who will argue this is not notable enough to meet Wikipedia's guidelines or this doesn't have enough citations. And and articles on Wikipedia about women and about communities of color get much more of that kind of scrutiny. And so then when we do talk about them and draw more attention to them, sometimes we're drawing really unwanted attention. Sometimes attention is harmful for the information that we create online. It's, It's a really tricky thing to navigate. The fact that I even had to ask myself, like, will this potentially endanger the Wikipedia article if I draw more attention to it? Will it make people think, oh, I'm going to scrutinize that Wikipedia article and maybe flag it as not notable enough because it's by this like radical feminist art collective that I don't see much of elsewhere on the internet. But I trust that the listeners of this podcast would not be those people who would do that but it's still a thing you know it's um still a thing that we think about and that is a real issue when it comes to trying to increase online representation for women and minority groups in in general You've been listening to Audio Interference, a podcast produced by Interference Archive. To learn more about Sister Serpents, check out episode 52 of this series. 
And to learn more about the archive, visit interferencearchive.org. Thanks for listening.